Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber, and today we're going to be talking about expanding the 1%. Before we get into that, I want to share with you my free guide called Copy and Paste Texts for When He's Pulling Away or Acting Flaky. The link to download that guide is in the show notes. It's an eight-page guide with the exact situations that come up over and over again in dating, what you can respond, and why. So I may have shared this on the podcast before. It's definitely getting to that point where, you know, 200 something episodes and I don't remember every single episode I've made, but I know I haven't specifically made a full episode about this concept and I do want to expand on it a little bit. Um, Also, you may hear a little bit of like sniffling or... Uh, sniffing, oinking, kind of piglet sounds. That's because I'm babysitting my friend's dog um, and she's a pug. So she just sounds like a little piglet. Um, So anyways, let's talk a little bit about what I mean by this concept of expanding the 1%. So years ago, I was really depressed and it's been a long journey recovering from the depression, starting with learning about CBT and ending with um, Dr. Stephen Alardi's book, The Depression Cure. But today I want to start with where it began. So I read a book called Feeling Good by Dr. David Burns, and it's about CBT. And one of the things that I learned in that book was how I spoke to myself and the labels that I put on myself. And one of the labels that I frequently every single day thought of myself was that I'm lazy. And obviously I had a lot of evidence to back this up because one of the symptoms of depression is looking like you're lazy. I was exhausted all the time. I was procrastinating all the time. I had a really hard time focusing, getting work done, functioning, just showing up to my life in general. And of course, then my mind created that label of you're so lazy and that's why nothing works out. And it was just a negative cycle. So when I learned about my thoughts and how my thoughts create my feelings and how the way that I think of myself influences the way that I feel about myself in my life and therefore how I show up and the life that I will ultimately create, I knew that I needed to change this story that I'm lazy because it's not possible to create what you want if that's how you think of yourself. And since I had so much evidence built up that I was lazy, and most of the day I felt like I was being lazy, it was really hard to change that story. But what I did was I noticed one day that 1% of the time I wasn't lazy. It was probably more than that, but... At first, that's all I could see. So for example, if I unloaded the dishwasher, that was a really small thing, but I could use that as evidence that maybe I wasn't lazy, or maybe at least not all of me is lazy. Maybe there's one person of me that is actually motivated and ambitious (laughs) and not lazy and that that could grow over time. So maybe it's possible that I'm not just lazy, but I'm maybe lazy and motivated some of the time. And I started paying more attention to those 1% moments. So 
Another moment would be I actually got up and went to work or I did the laundry or I did something creative or I went to the gym and I found these little one percents and the more that I noticed them and appreciated them and labeled them as motivated instead of like, yeah, well, it doesn't matter because you're lazy 99% of the time, the more that they grew and the more that I started to think of myself as somebody who is motivated. And I'm going through a similar process right now. Today marks, so today would be the eighth day of me not eating sugar. And I want to make a whole different podcast about that when it's been maybe a little bit longer. Um, But just know that seven days of not eating sugar is like unheard of for me. Like I've been eating bags and bags of sugar every single day since I was like five years old. So even with this, I had a similar process before I decided to cut out sugar. And I noticed the days leading up to it that there were moments throughout the day when I didn't want sugar. And before that, I was always thinking, oh my gosh, I'm so addicted. I could never not eat it. It's impossible for me. I just always want it. I have to have it every day after every meal. It's so out of control. And what I did was start to notice the little pockets of time throughout the day where I was like, oh, I genuinely don't want something sweet right now. 30 minutes later, maybe I did want something sweet, but I noticed that there's a part of me that already has the experience of not needing or craving something sweet, even if I was eating it like five times a day. And that 1% expanding led to slowly the shift of believing that maybe one day I could like adopt that as my main identity. Like if it's possible that I don't want it 1% of the day, then maybe it's possible that I don't want it 2% of the day. And if that's possible and so forth and so on, whatever the thing is. (laughs) So I want to share this concept with you for you to notice where you have that all or nothing thinking. And it can be both internal or external. So for example, there are no good men out there. You need to find the 1% and pay attention to the 1% and nourish the 1% and you'll notice that it grows. And you'll find that there are more and more people that you notice that are good, that are attractive, that are awesome. You can also apply this to yourself personally if you notice that you have one of those labels. Like for me, it was thinking that I'm lazy. And of course at other times in my life, it was a different label. So just take a moment to reflect and notice if there's any label that you put on yourself that makes you feel awful. And especially if it applies to dating. So for example, if you think you're not sexy or you think you're not beautiful or you think you're not attractive, you think you're not magnetic. It's important to remember that whenever you have a negative label on yourself, you will have a lot of evidence for it. And that doesn't mean that it's true. And it doesn't mean that it will continue to be true in the future. So when I thought I was lazy, I had a ton of evidence for that in my past because that's the identity that I was living from. 
the labels that you put on yourself or on the world are the filter through which you see yourself or the world. So look at a label that doesn't serve you. Maybe it's, I'm not attractive. Pick the opposite label, such as I'm magnetic, and find the 1% where that's true throughout the day. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You can search for the podcast as if you're looking for a new one. Click on Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast, scroll all the way down, and then there's a spot to leave a review. I noticed when I went on Spotify that a bunch of you have already left a rating on Spotify, and I appreciate it so much because I think I only asked for that once, and it's already at like 76 rating so it's very much appreciated and it means that more people will be able to listen to the podcast and benefit from this way of dating thank you so much and i will talk to you all next week have a good day bye